You're listening to Kelly and Steve, and this is Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé Season 10, Episode 7, Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Peace. One rose from Rob is something, isn't it? So all this, he brings one rose. <laughs> For forgiveness? Yeah. For being a turd? Is this, what, what could you do any less? Right. Is it possible that you could put less effort in? One rose is what high school kids do because that's all they can afford. Yeah, maybe that's it. He went to a high school. You go to 7-Eleven and you buy a single rose. Yeah, this is this is just not good from him. There's nothing positive about what he's given here for effort. Yeah. It's like everything from him is just the least amount that you can do. It's like I'm trying not to drown, right? Uh-huh. It's just low effort. What would your reaction be after all this if he brought you one rose? <laughs> this is about the same amount of effort he puts into holding a steady job. Right. It doesn't exist. He doesn't even try. He's not trying. He's just uh, the king of low effort in every single thing that he does. Everything. Yeah. He says that this, the video stuff that he's got is like um, junk mail to him. <laughs> but I bet you he looked at it. Yeah. What do you do with junk mail? You look at it and then you throw it away. I don't think away. you look at it. Yeah, he kept it. So it's not like he looked at it and didn't do anything with it. He didn't delete it. Uh-huh. Whatever that it is. How, how would he have gotten it? It doesn't just download itself on your phone. She doesn't want to go to his back to his place. I, I think she's spoiled. She's got an indoor bathroom. Uh-huh. This is a problem. <laughs> I have a working toilet connected. I'm not going anywhere. And I, yeah, I don't have to go outside to use the bathroom. I don't have to be rained on. Right. Rob says, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to say. But I got to say something. And it better be the right thing. <laughs> Why not just be honest? Right. Do you think, Sophie calls it online cheating. Do you think Rob cheats for real? Like in real life? Would you think that he's somebody who actually? <sighs> I wouldn't put it past him. Or is it just that he's, I don't know, locked himself up and this is all that he's got? I mean, either way, it doesn't really matter because, like I said, I wouldn't mess with anybody who engages in this kind of behavior. Yeah, I, I think Sophie's there, too. I think she's going, you know what? You're weird, and I have a hard time dealing with it. Mm -hmm. I can't really get – I don't know how you would really get past it mm -hmm. if it's bothering you. He says, I'm going to spend the rest of my life showing you that you can trust me. And her reaction was... I've heard this before. Yeah. We've been here before. Words, words, words. He's blaming this on her being a foreign girlfriend. Yeah, this is this is gaslighting. I mean, yeah, this is your fault because you live there. Yeah. You made me do it. This is classic abuser yeah. take. I hit you because you... 
made me mad. It was your fault. Right. You shouldn't have made me mad. Mm. And then I wouldn't have hit you. <laughs> you know what he, he ought to do is let's, you know what you could do for me to prove that I can trust you is how about we move to England? How about that? <laughs> because what's he got keeping him here? Right. Absolutely nothing. nothing. It's not like there's a career. It's not like he's got benefits. <laughs> right. Do you think he works in a place that has health insurance? No. No. I do not. He's not that kind of guy. So what's the draw? The draw is she wants to be here, I would imagine, right? Mm. I mean, that's still a thing. You think? Yeah, I do. I mean, she came. And Rob's no catch. No, he's not. Because He may be okay to look at, but... It ends there. Yeah, I think that's limited once you're dealing with somebody. I don't think this is something that... Well, you see it. Do you think he'd go to England? Probably not, because it would take effort. He'd have to get a passport, right? Yeah. I'm surprised he did the K-1 stuff. Mm-hmm. He must know somebody. That's a lot of paperwork. He, he must. His mom probably did it for him. Yeah. Hmm. I don't blame her for not wanting to go back to that place. I'd go, can't we stay here for Mm-mm. another week or so? While you make this up to me. Yeah. And that'd be good. Go back to his place. It is a depressing place. It is. I don't even think there's a window. Yeah. I, I ain't dealing with that. Yeah. Your chances on these two? Nil. You know, we saw the preview clip early of them at some kind of ceremony. Hopefully and, they were guests. And her, she was she was in a wedding dress running away. <clears throat> but yeah. if she ends up with this dude, it's a big mistake. We've said this before with somebody like, you know what? This is kind of your fault. Is this an Ed and Liz thing? Like Rob has really made it clear who he is. Yeah, this is who he is. It's like Liz knows who Ed is at uh-huh. this point. And if you've decided to still go with that, there isn't, it's not even signs. Thinking si- something will change. Yeah, it's not even signs. There aren't signs of who Rob is. Rob's been pretty clear who Rob is. And it ain't good. No. He said this whole thing, well, I don't think it was so bad, um, but it could have been worse. <laughs> no, so he's minimizing Justifying. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Online cheating versus real life cheating. She says it online cheating over and over and over again. It almost sounds like she's justifying it in some way. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing in today's culture, that's probably more of a thing. It was a lot easier for us. Yeah, I guess. Back in the day. Yeah. Cheating was cheating. Right. It was pretty easy. Somebody's friend saw you in a car with somebody else. <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's about the only way it's happening. What were you doing in the car with so-and-so? Uh, and it's over. You got nothing. Mm-hmm. Here, there's all sorts of stuff. Online cheating. There's TikTok and Snapface and all that <laughs> stuff. You're funny. <laughs> uh, I think she wears a wig a ton. A ton. Because really? she's always got those bobby pins... You know, just kind of packing her hair down. Mm. 
So I'm surprised somebody who is so social media conscious that that she allows herself to be filmed in her normal appearance. You know, her head full of bobby pins holding her hair down. Because normally you don't get that. There'll be it'll be like Nikki, right? I've got two and a half hours to prep, or it's like a housewife thing. I'm wearing these tresses to bed, right? Supposedly, <laughs> right? But Sophie just comes out looking. This is her. Mm-hmm. Not a I don't want to say not flattering, but not a flattering appearance to have your hair really pinned tightly to your head. But it it doesn't seem to bother her. That's somebody to me who feels very comfortable in themselves. Yeah, that's pretty good for twenty three. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she's with Rob. Yeah. This is a bigger problem than her hair. Yeah, she should focus more on. Maybe she focused on her hair. I don't know. I do think she wants to be in America, and Rob's the way in, mm-hmm. and. I think it would be, you know, a new experience for her. And at 23, it's probably pretty exciting. But you've latched on to a turd. And it could really damage you. What you have to do, right, no matter what. And I know getting pregnant is difficult, right? It may be a challenge for her. But this is the mistake that you cannot make here. You cannot make this mistake. Don't get tied for life to this. You cannot, right? This is where intimacy and all this gets out of hand, mistakes get made, and then we have an unwanted pregnancy. And then hands are forced. Then Yara. Then you've got Paul and Karini. You've got Yara and Jovi, right? Yeah. I don't even remember the pregnancy timeline with Paul and Karini. She was pregnant. When they got married? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's its own thing. We didn't talk about him and Scoop. There was something about, I don't know, their wedding anniversary date or something. I did not, unfortunately. Yeah, I did not. I kind of wanted to. But we didn't cover that in Scoop this week. We said they're back together, right? Um... They have, they were, last thing we saw, they were seen together like at an amusement park here in the States. Crazy. And then again, recently, I think at an airport together. Mm. Gino has not cheated in three years. You believe this? Uh, yeah. I don't think he's cheated. Because... Um, because he would lose Jasmine, and he knows he's got, you know, somebody out of his league. I mean, she's crazy, but, I mean, you know, we all say it. What does she see in him? The Kama Sutra book puzzled that me a little me bit. Mm-hmm. This seemed a bit odd to me. Mm-hmm. Especially when they weren't having sex. Yes, it seems a bit weird. My thought is this, and this is he could be doing stuff online, you know, I, paying I, for previews of people and stuff. I'm thinking, I, I this is just me, right? I am 100% tinfoil hat speculating here. 
I believe that Gino is someone who probably frequents escorts. Right. This is what I mean. So I think that's a real-time thing, though. I don't think escorts are an online thing. I think it's an in-person thing. Uh-huh. So he strikes me as somebody who survived this time with While escorts. he was seeing Jasmine? Well, that is possible, right? The issue then would be... I don't think he would do that while he was... Because I'm not sure... You, serious with her. I, I mean, I'm not sure you're getting caught in that scenario. It's not like it's a girlfriend. So it's not like they're going to probably contact you. They're probably as embarrassed of being with Gino <laughs> as you would be. You know? I love how cold she is. It just tells you. Yeah. Her whole voice is tremoring, not because of emotion, but because she's freezing her butt off. It looked cold enough. I could see her breath, but it wasn't like cold, cold, right? There's another layer of cold. And let's be honest. This is the southern third of Michigan. You're in the bottom of Michigan. That means there are two other levels. And consider like the Dakotas. Right. So it's not that cold. It was her. It's so cold, I can't even think. I hate this coldness. You could see the anger and hate in her. Uh Uh-huh. Bitterness. (laughs) He should spend his money on keeping her warm. (laughs) And that would be important. This stuff, you think it's a storyline, isn't a storyline. You think it's a big deal that Gino has stuff from his past? No. I don't either. It's just mementos. Everybody has mementos. Yeah, it's not a big deal for me. Yeah. There's still stuff in this house that you've had from other relationships, right? Yeah. And we've moved. Right. Multiple times since then. It's just memories. It's different periods in your life. I'm probably, cl- I'm cleaned out of relationships. I, I didn't bring a lot of mementos. You're not really a it. keeper of stuff. No. You don't even keep stuff from me, so. I don't even have, I, my like high school yearbooks didn't make the move from Virginia mm. to Texas. I went, I'm not really in need of these anymore. So all that stuff's gone. I like had a limit. Like this is the size of the stuff I'm bringing. So, I mean, this was a 40th birthday napkin. I'm sure he probably had a pretty big party. I'm guessing if you're going to keep a memento, that would be it. The The love letters and the cards were a bit awkward, though, for me. Keeping the card that says, you know, one, it's a little odd that Gino turns anybody on, <laughs> right? That seems disturbing for me in some way. I have one real personal thing what in the garage i ran across it when i was going through papers in i'm burning the garage down in the safe i have something personal in there from person before you i'm gonna go to the safe and uh, what happened how did everything in the safe catch on fire (laughs) well you remember when he left Mm. he left weird little notes all over the house right and there was one thing that like he spent some time on it was like kind of a recap of all of our time together. And was it like a Rob thing? It was. It was very personal. No, not like your tone. Like nicknames and stuff. No, I feel uh, now it's a little awkward. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say. I, I've never shared with you the whole nickname thing. 
because oh. it's it's just that well, would, one that, it's that unimportant, would be awkward. and two now it would be really awkward, and I'm not sure I want all of that. Yeah, it would be like that. I think you don't need, and this is maybe what I'm getting at with Jasmine and Gino. Not every little everything has to be a part of of your discussion, right? Yeah, and you don't have to like completely erase your past either. No, but it's not like you know, like anything. It's not like you're keeping a secret, right? Right. It's not a secret. Secret. Yeah. It's just not something that's relevant. Not, yeah, not important. It would be really tough to recap. Every relationship and everything that you had, uh-huh. it would be hard. And and you see that Jasmine, this is kind of what she wants. Jasmine would probably be pretty happy with me. You'd go through this place and you wouldn't find anything. Not this place. You'd find all the stuff of you. This would be pretending you aren't here, <laughs> which I do frequently. What? Oh. Okay. Now that I know about the safe... I'm renting a wood chipper, and it's on now. I didn't even know I still had that. It was just I found it in there. I was like, "Wow, okay, that was a long time mm. ago." <laughs> mm. So now I don't know what to do. Mm. Now it's really awkward. Mm. But she's getting the stuff and eliminated. It would be like me having that set on a table when you came home. It said Kelly, "Would you like to explain this?" Right. One, it would be really odd. Yeah, it would be odd. And even if it was something I came – say I would come across this in some way, I, I wouldn't like flash it in front of your face no, and go, be, would oh, you well. explain this? Uh-huh. It's not like you long for those days. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Although I'm questioning a lot now. You're funny. So I don't know what to do. I'm going to go through the dumpster and I don't know. The Virginia dump and get some of my stuff back. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to take the dog for therapy, she says. <sighs> you know, I think what we get in this episode, you know, we've gotten it a couple of times. It'd be like you gringos or you like white people, uh-huh. right? It's almost like what we got right. a couple of times. Like even the preview with Ashley, right, was like you'll spend $120 on your dog, uh-huh. but not for my family. So when I get this, it's dog therapy. I saw something on dog therapy. Uh-huh. And you take your dog to therapy, and this therapist says, it's pretty much the standard thing. You have named your dog wrong. Your dog <laughs> is behaving like this because you gave it a name it doesn't like. Oh, my god. You need gosh. to change your dog's name to this. Seriously? And then there's people that they go, yes, they were right. Now <laughs> that I've changed, ever since I started calling my oh dog my this. Seriously? Right. It, it was like an Italian name. My dog wanted an Italian name. Luigi. Yeah, something like that. Oh my, my dog wanted an Italian name, so now it's behaving. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not insulting anyone who's taken your dog for therapy and gotten their name changed. That's insane. <laughs> That's it. This is what Beverly Hills people This do. is what happens. This is why Manuel is so upset. This is what we'll do. We'll take our dog to therapy, right? Which one? Our dog's in therapy. Our Two of our dogs could use therapy. <laughs> <laughs> our oldest one, I think, is pretty steady, right? Yeah. I mean, I know she's old, but the other two... Have issues. Yeah, they could definitely... 
And I think it's the Tinny could definitely star in My Strange Addiction for Dogs. Yeah, she goes in and daily and goes to the bathroom. She tips over bathroom trash cans, rooting for used tissue. Mm -hmm. And then she takes it, goes to another room with it, lays on a bed. Turned around backwards with her butt facing you, so, you can't see it. so that she can hide what she's eating and she consumes said used tissue. And if she can't get those, then she goes just straight for the toilet paper roll. Yes. And will try to walk out of the bathroom, <laughs> stringing the whole roll. That's but she a prefers weird dog. used for yeah. some reason. Very strange dog. Well, the big revelation here is that Michelle. Gino's friend's wife lets Jasmine know that Gino went to a strip club. And that I'm sure he got touched. We see in the clip Surely. that he did get touched. Or actually, he maybe touched. even worse, <laughs> is he was doing the touching. He looked like Binyam is what he did. Remember Binyam? When he was, Binyam was dancing and he did the butt bongos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Gino was doing his version of butt bongos, it seemed like. Gino went to the strip club. That's because somebody was shaking their hiney in his face. Yeah, there's no chance of doing butt bongo if there's one thing missing. The butt. If there's no butt there, there's no bongos. You said Michelle talking reminded you of my family. Yeah. That's what you get. Although I think Michelle's accent was a bit more northern than Michigan. She was probably from the Upper Peninsula, possibly Wisconsin. A lot of words were similar to your mom, though. Yeah. You just heard a lot of similarities there. Mm -hmm. That's what I would sound like if I would have stayed. But now you get this thing, whatever my accent is. So glad. We need our professional, our... Our dialect expert to let us know, although they would know where I'm from. What we sound like. Yeah. You said you still have a bit of a Southern. I would believe that. Yeah. Michelle says, I would say extreme and not even Southern Michigan. I go more Northern. It's a bit more extreme there. You know what I have noticed? That I look good. It's something I never realized before. In a vest and a hard hat. Well, that too. Hey now. Hey now. Um, I've noticed when you're editing our podcast and putting it out and I hear little clips of myself speaking mm-hmm. and laughing, I sound just like my sister I when noticed. I talk to her on the phone. I sound, when I'm editing, because I, I don't too often listen to the show much anymore. It's just too much going on. Like after I edit and get it out or after it's I like, edit shoo, that's done. with our production team, <laughs> after I sit down with our production staff uh-huh. and edit, um, that's about it. Uh, but I do notice that I sound like my brother. Yeah, I mean, I really sound like my sister. It's mm-hmm. like talking to her on the phone. Even the laugh. We're so similar. Yeah. And I never noticed that before. Mm-hmm. I guess you can tell we were raised in the same family. That's how it works. Kind of funny. Yeah. We started talking about Ashley and Manuel. I think we may differ a bit here. I'm not saying I take Manuel's side. But it, to me, it seems Ashley's a bit pushy. Yeah, she is. 
But Manuel is the extreme. These two are polar, polar opposites. Opposite. Like there's no middle ground. Mm-hmm. I can't see this working. But well, we talked about this in Inside Scoop. So. Him going on about privacy and my life's my business. Like, uh, not anymore, buddy. Well, I think it takes time, right? I think. Yeah, but he can't have that attitude. He should know better already that that has to change. Well, he's lived by himself. So, I mean, I see the chance of this. Oh, I don't even want to get into it working or not. I, I think that maybe trust does take a little time and it's maybe a part of this 90 day thing. That's it's really flawed because uh-huh. 90 days really isn't enough. No. You know, you're just kind of feeling each other out. I think he does. Uh, well, <laughs> we got married. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> so we, yes, it was 90 days for us. Yeah. But that's, I don't want to say it's almost a dumb luck, but it could be right. I think probably, and I say this all the time. I said it from the beginning. I really think the difference is we really honestly did get to know each other because there was no physical contact, no physical presence, no photographs, nothing except getting to know each other's personalities. It was the constant communication and nothing else but communication. We wrote letters back and forth. Yes. So I really think that that speeds up the process because there's no distraction or interference or confusion with other things like physical things interfering or Mm. or complicating things. Yeah, we would exchange and it would be – it was more frequent at the end. I guess after we spent some time together, we wrote letters back and forth and they would probably be one a week early, right? Yeah, it would take a week, yeah. And – then we but then met. we started not waiting to receive a letter because it would take a week, mm. and we would fire them off. But that every was couple of days. we spent time writing, and then we met in person, and then the, the speed calls. of everything yeah. picked up after that point. When I was ba- I was back in Germany, then there were phone calls, yeah, and letters, and both. letters, yeah. But these letters weren't. It wasn't just like a one page thing. These no, were, these were three page letters. Books, yeah, you still have these somewhere, right? Yeah, I. I I haven't been able to find them, but my friend helped me pack when we moved. I'm hoping she didn't toss them. I haven't run across them recently. I don't know where they could be. They're probably in that back wall of the garage. I'm concerned <laughs> about where they might be, but I, that I, was probably, I, look, I never would have parted I, with them. I spent time in high school uh, in journalism, and you know I've written jokes and stuff like that. But I have a feeling that this little three to six month period of my life is maybe some of my best writing because it landed well, me a lot of laughs. It landed me a wife. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I never would have parted with the letters. Honestly, part of the reason we're still married through the rough spots is because I had those letters mm. and you know, I used them as a way when things were rough of reminding myself why I married you in the first place. And it, you know, Refresh my feelings, mm. I guess. Because things get hard. They do. And you get lost in the in How the day to day. Right. We all do. Yeah. Right? I mean it's, it happens to every relationship. It's the mothering, the providing, yeah. the It's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of stuff going on. And it's like it's Brandon's mom. Right. Somehow or another, Brandon's mom in the other way is the one who really said it. We've said it before. 
love isn't isn't enough. enough. And that sounds cold. But it's not. It's it's not cold. It's the it's the truth. Because it doesn't always get you through these rough spots. Right. There's well, never a minute that you go, I don't love this person. No. But you go, Man, I don't like you right, right now. Right. <laughs> not this a big sucks. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of yours today. Right. Um, yeah, part of rereading the letters was to put myself back in the positive frame of mind. Mm. You know, when things were hard. And it, I mean, it just is a, you know, a way to get through a tough moment. (laughs) Ashley and Manuel, I don't believe have this, because how are you communicating at this point? And you have to have had this foundation in order to refer back to this foundation. Mm. Because all you're getting in these 90-day relationships before is, you know, it is maybe phone calls, video chats, and maybe one-sentence texts here or there. And and that's those things are gone, you know. It's not things that you remember. Yeah, and a lot of these, a lot of these ninety day relationships started out with like banging in the Bahamas. Right. They met on vacation. They had a wild love sure. affair, and then they decide to get married. Or somebody gets pregnant. Or somebody gets pregnant, and they decide to get married. Yeah. So you know that's the disadvantage of the physicality early on, because they don't necessarily they haven't necessarily laid that solid foundation yet before proceeding to more serious levels of relationship do you remember how ashley and manuel talked last week of how they solved their problems yeah by having sex yeah (laughs) this is it they haven't solved anything no he does think that when he brings up something that she you know hop it just jumps all over him Mm -hmm. and so what it would you would just tend to not bring up stuff like, you know what? I'm not going to talk about this because it's just easier for me to not have this happening. He called her a matchstick. <laughs> you scratch your head and she fires up. <laughs> she, said. she said she's jealous of his family <laughs> connections. And I think this is crap because they're they're blowing up her phone mm-hmm. and she's complaining. Answer it. Talk to them, right? right? Uh-huh. It could just be a random talk, whatever, in a situation to a mother or something in the 30 seconds, the minute when you're going to get them to hand them the phone. It's a positive interaction. interaction. Right. And the more positive interactions you have, the better off you're going to be. This $250 back home is a thing. Yeah, that's... That's not cool. And it's not abnormal. No, it's a cultural thing largely, but he's not in a position to be offering or demanding that at this stage because he's not working. He's supposed to be off working right now. Right. But he's not. Right. The family's still in need. Yeah. This could happen. He could come to her humbly and say, look, these are my obligations. This is what I have to do. How are there are there ways that we can do things that I can help get through this so we can help? He's not doing that. This is a surprise. And surprises don't work. No. No. His theory is that the two of them can fix their issues themselves. And that's possible, right? 
Yeah, not likely, though. They're not really starting off from a good place. No, their communication really isn't that well. It's pretty poor. He's not a pro-therapy person. I'm sure he doesn't want to be spending money on therapy. He's saying that money could go back to my family. Uh-huh. They probably, his theory probably would be just don't talk about anything. and just <laughs> Stuff su- it down. Just stuff it down and get over it. That's probably <laughs> where he's at. So... And have more sex. <laughs> yeah, let's just bang, right? Let's just do that. It's cold out, so let's do that. He looks frustrated with her. Yeah, he does. They both, their their conflict resolution is, is at best. Yeah. Because you see it. And I, I don't almost think either of them are being too extreme. It's their reactions to the other that seem to be... Yeah. He kind issue. of almost rolls his eyes yes. and he's dismissive and he smirks. Like that attitude would make me combative. Yeah. This is where I thought he cannot win with you. No. Because of what he's doing. Yeah. And for me, I'm a bit more in this situation, a bit more of the quiet one. So I just feel that I feel for me like she's smothering. But she does talk constantly. Gosh, I get tired of listening to her. Just bitch and moan, really. Yeah. It's grating. He must be so tired of it. Well, I think it's what it is. You're talking all the time. I am tired of your words. Right. How about a little quiet? Could we just not sit in quiet? Like these two haven't like sat and played a game or gone to a movie, like sat and laughed, been silly with each other. Like there's no casual fun time. It's all... You know, like every interaction is her yammering and complaining and him shutting shutting down. down. And even then insulting her. Yes. It's not an easy beginning to their relationship. This is not the solid foundation that you want to have. Right. Not saying it can't work. Just it's saying, not going to be very pleasant. Yeah, it's pretty difficult. The beginning is easy. Yeah. People. <laughs> Just it's supposed to be. to the wise. It's supposed to be easy. It gets harder after the beginning. If it's this hard. Yeah, it's not going to be good down the road. Then what has happened? In our, we're going to call this our refreshing couple segment <laughs> of the evening. Oh, boy. Devin. From Arkansas. Oh, they're so cute. And Nick from Australia. Yeah. How about no conflict, no drama, a photo, a photography place, you put on costumes. That was great. And take your pictures. That was so cool. This was nice. Just traditional Korean garb. They're so great. I I love watching them. It is refreshing. They look happy. Yeah. They look genuine. They're sweet with each other. He proposes. That was so nice. It's simple. Yeah. They walk away hand in hand. Smiling. Smiling and skipping down the road. Yeah. This, I know people are going to say this is boring. This is how it's supposed to start. (laughs) Yes. This is what love looks like. (laughs) Right. There really hasn't been a big argument between these two. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought about it during. It's so respectful 
that she came to meet his parents Mm -hmm. because they didn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. He's living in Australia. He could have come and they could have just done whatever. They didn't really need the parents' approval. But that she came there in an uncomfortable situation Mm -hmm. and did that, I think, shows a lot to him. And to them. To the family. And she was really uncomfortable. Yes. But these are humans. They're people. They They can see that. And it turns out to be that she's a likable person. I'm not saying that odd drama doesn't happen later. But he's an engineer. So I wonder if he can do work. I wonder if he could work remotely. They seem so kind and respectful to each other. It's really sweet. Yeah. There are some stories of her having anxiety about shooting in the interviews. I, I um, can see that. Yeah. She I, looks like somebody with anxiety. Yeah. So I think there's been some criticism of maybe uh, the the speed of her speech. And I think she has said that she had probably self-medicated a little uh-huh. bit for the interviews to ease the anxiety. Yeah. So I think if, if you're in that boat, um, consider that for her interviews. But I thought it was very simple, right? Mm-hmm. It's just refreshing. We do not see that very often in this show. Not anymore. No. As opposed to Nikki and Igor. Yeah. So here, here's the deal, right? Don't you mean Justin? Yeah, I do not mean Justin. <laughs> I mean Igor. One, I, I Igor has done a lot. Evidently, learned English on this app. Uh-huh. I thought this little boots and boob thing that the production people put in. I yeah, thought they kind of made fun of him. A I little thought bit. that was a low blow. Yeah, it was. We we all knew what he meant yeah. when he said boots. We didn't need this to make a whole scene out no, of it. No, no. I mean, it went on. I think we get it, and I think that was a low blow, and I think that was making a lot of of fun of him. But he does this, and all that Nikki can go is. Well, did they teach you the word horny in your app? Ugh. It's that everything about Nikki is about is, is about well, it's still about sex. That's what I mean. And that Nikki somehow I don't know that that, that there that sex is a I acknowledgement of I don't even know what. That this is where Nikki gets her security from. Yeah. Which is sad. It's hard at 47 to be at that point. It's like justification of you've got to constantly stroke my ego. Yeah. Sex is like, um, you know, reassurance uh-huh. of who I am. And it's too much. Yeah. And he's like, it's and too it, much pressure. And it's constant. Yeah. It, it is. It never ends. It's every episode. And it seems like, and from what Igor is saying, it's almost every conversation. Yeah. Well, I mean, she slips it into every conversation, even when it's not about that. Yeah. Even this, the best that we've seen Nikki look yeah. was in the car. Yeah. In the stress. Yes. With 
less makeup. Less makeup. Very subdued. This is not who Nikki is. Nikki doesn't have to be anything Nikki doesn't want to be. Right. Slightly smaller lips. Well, I don't know that was the case. They were probably... Well, because she lipsticks around her lips the to outside. make them even bigger. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't and, quite catch the edge of where the lips actually yeah, were. It was a little um, but less plump. But don't we all change our... I mean, I mean, maybe not everybody, but change our wardrobe for the situations yes. that we're in? I mean, we we're not about too. this. You know, what you, what you wear to work changes your attitude at work. Well, I just think there's there's still things that you do. There's dress that's appropriate for the occasion. I'm not going to go to meet somebody in your family without a shirt, a construction vest, and a hard hat. Right. You know, there are things like that. There's just things that you do. And, and so this seems to bother Nikki that that there are situations that, you just have to be, sadly, basic, boring, and conservative. It happens. I thought it was funny that the salesperson was in, like, this burlap jacket. It was like a fleece shirt. No. It looked like a... Fleece like a, plaid shirt. Almost like, like a potato sack. <laughs> so this was... She said her dress was sexy conservative. I said those are almost opposites. Yeah. I just have to think that there's never a normal day with Nikki. Uh-huh. Like everything is extreme. Crisis. Yeah. Nikki gave the the ultimatum of 48 hours and I'm out. Yeah. I love that Igor was looking around for the eject button. That was funny. He yeah. opened the sunroof first. He goes, <laughs> okay, where's the eject button? <laughs> Oh, that's super. It really is. And then she got on him for joking, and he said, in this country, you joke to survive. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't think Moldova is known for its comedians. (laughs) Uh, Here's what I do enjoy. This sweater that he was wearing. Yeah, that was nice. I like that. So I want looks a lot like the sweaters I bought you. Yeah, I want. Yeah, but I like this cord. What was it? A corded? It it was a cable, like a cable knit. Yeah, I like that. Mm, That was nice, textured. Yeah, I'll take one of those. Okay. I'd like it in a little darker gray, Mm. if possible. So your wardrobe's not too full for a cable knit cardigan. But it has to be like that. I like that one. Every time we got to him in the car, I went, I really like that sweater. (laughs) You're like, hey, what is this? He's I've got wearing? a maroon one. It's not like it, but it's similar that I'm wearing right now. Uh-huh. It's an it's my Ward Cleaver, uh-huh. my Ward Cleaver sweater that <laughs> I wear. Clayton and um, Anna Lee, you know what? Him running around trying to kiss her really it it really creeps me out. He's trying to steal kisses. <laughs> he even got out of the bed and like rolled over her in a creepy way. I don't think that anybody can go around. I'm glad I missed that. Yeah. I don't think anybody can go around just trying to take kisses or to make somebody feel bad for not kissing them mm-hmm. because yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. Because you force yourself on somebody. Let's remember this, right? Mom is on the other side of the wall or You have to go check and make sure your mom's not in the bathroom. 
before you send her to the bathroom. Right? This is a problem. Maybe uh-huh. you could understand why she's a little uneasy. And maybe why the panda gets to claim its space in the bed. <laughs> Annalise says the walls are so thin. The um, He thinks that, um, you know, he was macho going to be on the horse. And she's laughing at him. <laughs> she seems to laugh at his appearance a couple of times yeah. that I wasn't comfortable with. Uh-huh. You know, he's odd trying to kiss her and she seems to be insulting his manhood um mm-hmm. whether or not he's macho he was laying on the bed in the preview yeah and she he was may making, think she, he looks like a model but he looks like a cow sprawled out yeah i <laughs> yeah this isn't that was a little mean yeah i think it is it, it and what about her look lies are lies i'm honestly not sure why she's here They don't seem to be in a real relationship. Well, it's only been a couple of... I think this is day two. So it's still pretty early. Yeah, but you're coming to get married. And, and she hasn't told the family. Yeah. This is she it. said she didn't tell early. And then it's now gotten... Out of hand. Yeah. So she's got this... She's concocted this plan. That she meets him while here. On this so-called trip. And then they get married. Here's what she doesn't, I guess, realize. Is there's a camera crew with them? (laughs) Waivers have been signed. This story's getting out. Mm -hmm. People are going to know the truth. And somebody's going to tell your parents. (laughs) She says it's like his culture. He's like too gringo, is what she says. Too white. He goes, this is 90 days. You know, we got to get a move on. Clayton has claimed that Kentucky then is the the home of bourbon and horses. I really thought Tennessee has a bigger claim on bourbon than Kentucky. I could be wrong. This is not our area of expertise. No, we don't know. But they do a bourbon tasting. So this is something. This is like Real Housewives. Right, All you need is Bolo, and we've got ourselves a party going on. They do this because this is what this is what Clayton says. My sister likes to drink. <laughs> this I is not laughing. good. I this, was putting up the Christmas tree, and I heard that, and I busted out laughing. <laughs> you're saying that your sister's an alcoholic and will only come if you're serving alcohol. Well, this she is was, what you she said. She was real pissy too wasn't yeah, she yeah she was she was not nice at all well you expect i expect a little f- she's like an ex-girlfriend but it's a sister that was weird yeah this seemed like for her to go out crying and angry like jealousy seemed a bit like an overreaction yeah but i think somebody probably needs to raise their hand about the lack of social media posting yeah in all this time we freaked about it with sarper right uh-huh so this is this isn't even at that level. This is just a secret. I I think look, she would have gotten along Clayton's sister would have gotten along great with Gino's friends and family. They're all right in line <laughs> yes. of 
uh-huh. why you're here. Look, ultimately, <laughs> why would it be any of his sister's business if she's coming over here for a green card? It's not. Why? And, and you- then what killed me is when she said, when she was all mad and she went to storm out, she says, well, I just go ahead and get married then. Okay. Sorry, I didn't know I needed your permission. <laughs> yes, this seems a bit <laughs> weird. Nobody really objected to us, did they? There weren't strong no. objections. No, because everybody loved you before I did. <laughs> People were like, oh, he'd Man, make I a good husband. On. There you go. <laughs> I got it. You know what? This is like, you think Pedro had a plan? What was it? Seven and a half years Pedro uh-huh. was with Chantel? Yeah. I have the 29-year plan. <laughs> I've been setting all of this up for 29 years. And now... You're leaving. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have like a big punchline to this. Oh, it wasn't a plan to leave me. No. Oh, okay. I'm not going anywhere. Okay, that's cool. Uh, I don't have anything. Oh. I just like, you know. What was it a plan for then? I don't know, but I'm in it. A right? plan to get to 29 years? Okay, that could be it. Maybe okay. that was the plan. Oh. Is that a bad plan? That's not a bad plan. No, I think that's That was that's my right. plan. Yeah, I made it to 29. Cool. So now what? Yeah. Right? Now it's this. Now it's plan B. What's next? I don't know. I don't think you can use plan B in relationship discussions anymore. It's not allowed. Okay. Now I'm going into business as a Victrola repairman. It's my secret (laughs) passion. This is your plan B? Yeah, my plan B. I'm going to repair 110-year-old record players. That's kind of a cool plan B. But families are too, and we saw it here, and we see it all over the places. They're too involved in people's lives. Yeah, definitely. You know what? Your family is your family. And I'm going to assume more often than not, families give bad advice. Yeah, you know, why are you even asking, really? I mean, you're an adult. You're making your own decisions. What's her answer supposed to be? (laughs) Damn it. You got me. You're right. Miss whatever Clayton's sister's name is. You found me out. If it wasn't for you and these meddling kids, I would have gotten away with this plan. That's a Scooby-Doo. It's a Scooby-Doo reference there. That's what that is. Every episode in Scooby-Doo was you meddling kids. So. But families are so involved. I'm not – look, listeners, I'm not saying that your family doesn't give great advice. Your family is the exception to the policy. (laughs) But what do we see here? More often than not, they don't necessarily have your best – they may say they have your best interests, but they really don't. Right? I'm going to protect you from this person trying to get a green card. How many times have we seen that happen? Did your mom have any comments or thoughts to you about us getting married? Well, so fast? you know, my family, we don't talk about stuff. So there was not really any conversation of. I know there was a little discomfort in letting her know that you had, you had come to Virginia well, instead of going to Michigan. I think the assumption was when I got out of the army, there was no back. discussion of what I would do. Uh huh. Right? Because. Right. Uh, we don't uh, – my family, we would be like Manuel. We just don't talk about anything. Uh-huh. So no one had ever asked, and there could be times where maybe I vanished for 
communication for six months or so. Mm. It wasn't so easy um, to get in touch with people. Mm-hmm. A little harder. I don't know. I, I wouldn't even say that because we had a phone up there. that We just had to pay the phone bill. So somebody could call. Somebody could call me. It wasn't like you and me at when I was at the barracks. You couldn't call me. Right. When I was up on the mountain, there was a phone there, mm-hmm. and so people had the number. You just had to dial international, and you could call my living room. So that was possible. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but let's just say there wasn't a lot of calls, <laughs> so we just didn't have a lot to talk about. So nobody probably. I'm, I'm sure your mom assumed you were coming back, though. I think everybody would have. Where else would I go? Right, that's what I mean. Little did they know, I showed up in Virginia Beach, and and I scooped you up. That's it. Sh- very shortly before you would have been plot. due to go home. It was your plot to put me in a construction vest and a hard hat. Uh, that was definitely that not was a my long plot. plan. Yeah. That was your plan, waiting for Sarper. <sighs> but look, families are full of bad advice. If we go through this 90 day, and I'm not doing it, but if we went through the list of 90 day couples where people were just in it for a green card, I can't fill my hands with them. Yeah, there have been some, but not that many. There's not 10. There just isn't. And there's been a lot of couples that roll through here. Yeah. I'm surprised. I would probably be surprised if there were six. George's and Fisa was one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there it, it exists. Yeah, there just aren't that many. No. And so, but how many of how many people say that when they come that they're probably just here for a green card? They Everyone. all do. Everybody, somebody in their family, that's what they're going to say. So that's what happens, right? It's Sis- what they say because they just they can't relate. They don't know any better. They don't know anybody who's been through this. You know, they just can't fathom. Well, and it's like it's such a privilege. Uh-huh. You're doing them such a favor. Uh, I think for here, for for Annalie to be lying from the start is a yeah, real really problem. Bad. I said if she lies like that to her family, then she'll lie like that to him. That's not cool. That's a big red flag. Once a cheater. Always a cheater. Once a liar. Yeah, that's the way it works. Yeah. And you, you're if you're so free to tell lies, then then where's where's the and line? And flippant about it. Yeah. Why can't everybody just get on board with my lies? Yeah. Then so. you probably don't draw a line. Yeah. Anywhere. So this is going to be a problem. Yeah. So that's enough for this week. We have Sister Wives, Family Chantel, Plathville, The Other Way. This week you're going to get last week's Accused Guilty or Innocent. Yeah. We cover Housewives, subscription only. Uh, what do we got? Potomac, Salt Lake City, and Beverly Hills. It's a lot of shows. Shall we mention the potential for the new show we saw yeah we i think we're going to cover that right i saw i think so if you watched love after lockup this week you would have seen a promo for a it's like a not a it's a life um like an innocence innocent after 
lockup lock is what it is. And so there's some cases of people suing that they were in jail for 15 or years or more. People who were wrongly convicted and then released. It's It appears it is a sharp production. And so if that's the case, that's a bit more up our alley. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed, but maybe we're not so good at the hot takes and making fun of people. And we're probably better at like accused guilty or innocent, that kind of thing. Um, and so this is a sharp thing that has to do with um, actual cases. So we do 60 Days In, that kind of stuff. We do we run the gambit of shows that we cover. So that is starting December 15th, I believe. We're not covering Love After Lockup um, just because time space but we are still we're still watching yeah that andy is something else something else that andy and Brittany. Brittany yeah has become something else she's so much of a something else she's canceled out his something else right because andy's really creepy yeah he is like so calm that i think there's a problem yes and i would inspect his other house yeah and go under the crawl space yeah i was gonna say dig somewhere (laughs) out the yard but this Brittany and the money, you yeah, know, she's only with him because he promised her money. Yeah, and as soon as she gets the cash, she literally turns around and hits the door. And look, 500 is not enough. And counted it in front of him. I mean, the audacity of this chick, crazy. Yeah, so we do. We are watching. Um, we are watching that. We're just not covering it. So we will let you go. We wish that you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thanksgiving. But you will hear from us unless there's an issue. You should hear from us before Thanksgiving. Unless we die of illness. Yeah, I don't there's feel so There's a lot of so germs good. in the house. We, I joked this today about everyone else had been sick but me. Uh-uh. I don't Bite know. Bite your I, tongue. I feel, do I sound? Yeah, I noticed last night that you, your voice was very gravelly. And I was kind of went. sound hmm, a lot you like. sound a lot like. B. Arthur. Me. Oh. <laughs> Right now, because I'm yeah. not feeling sound so good. like Marge's sisters from The Simpsons. Right, that's what I sound like. I'm gravelly. Yeah, I got it. A little deeper than usual. Not marbles in my mouth, but they're in my throat. Yes, like 57 stone in my throat. <laughs> Have a wonderful.